You got the chill. The chill. The chill. The chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Alex G is back at the Everlight Solar Studio. Rutledge and Hamilton is live from Trapper's Turn in the Wisconsin Dells for the ESPN Madison Open. Matt Hamilton has got to be sore as, well, first of all, I'm sure the mountains being blue helped. This mountains are blue, you know what to do. And that's crush uh, Coors Light on this beautiful day up here at Trapper's Turn. And correct me if I'm wrong, you were crushing golf balls on hole number nine on the canyon course, which if you played out here at Trapper's, is a really fun course to crush golf ball or oh, yeah. a fun hole to crush uh, a golf ball on because it just kind of soars over the hill and you lose it and you, you can nice let your imagination yeah imagination run wild of, about how far uh, you hit that golf ball and we're here raising money for catch and uh, Alex Strofe is here as well uh, and catch is something that's important to Alex as well and we'll we'll talk about that a little bit as well uh, throughout the day we've raised a ton of money I know I paid twenty I had to pay twenty dollars to golf Matt Hamilton <laughs> but uh, well worth it and uh, I believe we're raising good money throughout the day but Matt tell us about your day on hole nine Canyon nine here at Trapper's turn your best shot you had a little bit of uh, a competition yeah. with Gabe Neitzel. Uh, it was uh, it was fun, and you had your big stick out there. Big stick was out. <laughs> yeah, which is not normal for me. <laughs> uh, we were out on number nine of the canyon. It's par five, about five hundred ten yards. Like you said earlier, downhill, and I don't know. I think all, us talking my golf game up so much on the yeah, air yeah. gave us the idea to uh, put me there and just hit long drives for people. So before we started, I came out, got brought my regular driver. And I put one in the middle of the fairway, nice safe shot, gives everyone a nice safe shot in. So the idea was you pay $20, you're guaranteed that drive that I hit, middle of the fairway, 210 yards away from the green, good, a good safe place to be. So how far five. did you hit that one then? That's about 290 probably. Okay, so I would like to point out, Matt, as I hit the ball there, yep. the best shot you've ever seen me hit, that was my best shot of the day. I hit some good ones today. Right. But... I did outdrive your safe shot there. Yes, now, you did. Yeah, that's the difference between the two of us. You can bomb it, but for me, outdriving your safe shot definitely felt good. So I was pushing that somewhere 290, 295. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly where it was, but uh, it was uh, a hell of a drive by me. I was very thrilled with it. I did put it up uh, at uh, Jim Rutledge on Twitter. Just, and, uh, I'm just sure into the rough, retweeted right? retweeted it. Uh, no, it was clean. It was oh, fairway. It stayed, it stayed in the fairway, oh, right on the edge of the fairway on the inside of the cart path there. So... Uh, I was very thrilled with it. But on that hole, uh, you hit it 173 from the hole. So that was, uh, what, maybe 350? Or what did you hit that one? Yeah, that ends up being about a 330, 340-yard shot. Um, Good good drive. Fun fun hole. Uh, So what we did is after after we had that safe shot guaranteed, I joined you for the hole to hit 
like you said, the long driver. I've got an extra long golf uh, club that is angled even lower so it hits it lower so you can hit it farther and get more distance and yeah we we had a good time every all the groups except for one decided to play along and play the game with us now i told jesse nelson who earlier today on wilding and talish also uh brought to you in part by our friends at coors light uh talish was giving him a hard time saying there is not a worse person to have on a whole selling 50-50 raffles, then Jesse Nelson is not going to get a bunch of uh, golfers to, to pay, uh, I think his words was frumpy Jesse Nelson, <laughs> for frumpy. the 50-50 raffle. And he didn't do a good job selling it because, like, what is it? He kind of badly, you know, poorly explained it. Then finally got around to, like, well, everything you put in, you can win 50% uh, out or, you know, whatever it was. But then people were asking him, it's like, well, you're the first one to sign up. So I was like, well, Jesse, you can't say that because who wants to sign up if they're just going to win back their money, best case scenario. Yeah. But then also I said, why don't you do what Matt did? And truth or not truth, just tell everyone, hey, only one group didn't sign up. You don't want to be that group. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so I, I hopefully Jesse has fixed it because he was already behind the eight ball being Jesse Nelson. Uh, and then obviously. The frumpy, grumpy Jesse. <laughs> you, you guys should have seen me slinging raffle tickets this morning. So we were selling my arms oh, length, for like, which is about 46 tickets. And I was selling them to everybody that walked out. 40 okay. bucks a pop. Now, Matt. What do you do when you walk up to a golf outing when you're at this registration table? That's when you buy your raffle Oh, tickets. yeah. You yeah. get your raffle so, like, tickets. Alex is like, yeah, hey, I sold McDonald's hamburgers this morning. People are buying them left and right when they came up. Like, but that's hey, how you buy them, Alex. It's still, better than, it's still better than Jesse True. telling people that you're the first one right. to sign no, up. I'm, right. saying, 50, I'm saying to people, hey, the, the last 19 people that walked in front of you got an arm's length. You, you, better, you want to you fair I'm just chance saying that. I'm just saying, Alex, that's where everyone, like when you arrive you know at what, the Jim, golf outing, that's when you sign up. I don't know why it's so hard for you to give me credit sometimes. At least I showed up at 7.30 a.m. At Trappers Turn this morning, you rolled up front and center. What nine thirty five a.m. Unlike everybody else on this team, Matt Hamilton for God's sakes showed up. What time you. am I supposed to be? I'm here to golf today and see my partner. I saw all my partners here, and I'm here to golf and do the radio show. Yeah, so. but, but I don't get credit for showing up at. Se I was at a concert until midnight last night. I wake up at five thirty a.m. I show up here at seven thirty a.m. and I'm slinging raffle tickets. Wham, I deserve wham, some credit. Wham, here. No, wham, 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 wham. You did your job. Now, Matt, back to you, the important person. <laughs> So you raise money out there, hitting a golf ball, doing things that people are impressed by, not like selling McDonald's hamburgers and being proud that people bought McDonald's hamburgers from me at McDonald's. Go ahead. So, yeah, we like I said. Yeah, we how got, about my raffle tickets, huh? Hey, you got a heck of a wingspan I would definitely have bought from you as well. Especially if the other option was like Molly. She's like, what, 5'4"? Five, five, I'd rather three, take maybe, a 6'2 yeah. wingspan than Molly's wingspan. So good job, Strophy. Six, way, three, no big deal. Way to be available. Availability is the best. Well, I don't know. Ability. That's the best ability he's got for sure. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we were selling a lot of those golf shots, $20 to play. I had a competition with Gabe Neitzel, also a lefty, very good golfer. He uh, hit his uh, ball. Jen, uh, oh, Gabe yeah. and Chewy, which was on earlier today here from Trapper Stern, at least Gabe was. And, and so shout out to Gabe for coming out here and supporting this. But, yeah. Nice. Yeah, awesome golfer. Honestly, I love his radio voice. Might be my favorite uh, as far as ESPN uh, teammates right now. So, yeah, shout out to Gabe Neitzel for uh, being an awesome radio host. But he is a s absolutely awesome golfer, and he had never taken a swing with a long drive driver before. Take took two practice shots, and he had to have hit it 340, 350 yards. Practice swing, so he didn't shoot it right. Okay. No, I let him. Hit, I oh, gave I him my I guess club. I didn't see those. He hit okay. it for real. Okay, I didn't with see With my those. club, and okay. I 
I almost so the idea was like I would anchor the team. I would hit last. He hit. I almost was like, okay, good luck, boys. <laughs> I'm not hitting one farther than that. But I I got the competitive juices flowing, and I think I hit one near him. I didn't go down to check it out. I'll ask him. If Gabe's anything like me, he'll tell me he hit it further. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? So, uh, Gabe's more honest than you are. With I, I believe it, but I'm too competitive. I'd have told Gabe I outdrove him even if I was 20 yards short. <laughs> but it, it did remind me of, for a second, I'm like, oh, I, know, I can tell. I knew. I was like, Matt wants to outdrive Gabe here. And for like a normal <laughs> golfer, like that is a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. Like a, uh, one of our teammates, the duel's like, oh, everyone else hit it straight, Jim. You can crush it. I'm like, you tell me that, I might as well just take this ball and throw it in the woods. Like, if you tell me I can just go <laughs> swing as hard as I can, there's no point for me even bothering to swing because I'm going to hit it God knows where. But uh, Matt, I knew, was going to get geared up for it. But I think like the first time we were golfing together in like a, uh, some sort of like a, a outing today where there was something on the line, you're trying to do well, and you kept on knocking down these putts, and someone's like, well, you feel any pressure? And immediately when that was brought up, everyone's like, well, that was stupid because, yeah. like, you compete in the Olympics that's on national TV, it's on a <laughs> national stage, like, knocking down a putt, like, yeah, you want to do it, but there's not real pressure. Same thing of, like, everyone's around, you could have shanked it, you, you know, could have sl- you could have done anything with the ball, mm-hmm. and you, you bombed it. And if you didn't pass Gabe, you were right there with Gabe. Yeah. Uh, and, being again, Gabe had the advantage of, one, built an excuse of, not using the club and not anchoring it, and you right. went out there and you bombed it. So I will say though, like when I'm out curling in front of you know crowds or whether it's on the Olympics on TV, I know what I'm doing and I know I'm good at it. I know I'm pretty good at golf, but I'm still an amateur. So <laughs> when I have a little bit of a gallery, I think the nerves still get up there pretty close to where they would be when I'm curling, just because I know that my actual talent does not can't make up for it the way it can in curling. So no. there was a little bit of nerves, but sometimes that helps the helps you hit it a little bit better. See, and it's funny because I would just think that it would have gone the other way. Like nobody's <laughs> really expecting to be good at golf because you're an Olympic curler, <laughs> but at the same time, you want to be really good. Yeah, at I golf. do because of the competitiveness. And then again, you're setting me on a hole just to hit drive. So like. There is yes. like this inherent expectation. Well, did you that- get tired? Like that, I would have imagined just the repetitive. Like it's just different than a normal swing. Right. Uh, you, I think you probably got less time off in between because usually uh, between drives, like you probably get 20, Wait, 20 minutes, yeah, at least? fifteen, yeah. twenty minutes, and I don't know how much people are were on 10. you, but yeah. So and you're constantly trying to bomb it. And you're mm-hmm. trying to hit it as far as you can. Any residual, anything left over? Maybe you need to get the carbon and try uh, their cry over there. Yeah, you know, maybe some cryo, maybe some red light therapy. Yes. I think would help get some of those uh, those toxins in the bloodstream worked out. So I think either one of those would be a great job. I will be able to tell you tomorrow okay. how sore I am. I think I'm still a little loose from uh, taking the cuts. A couple Coors Lights might be uh, hiding the pain a little bit right now. But we'll, we'll let you know tomorrow if swinging out of my shoes for 15 shots was uh, too much. Well, uh, if you need to, uh, you know that Dr. Nestor Rodriguez let you use the cryo over at Carbon World Health or the red light or both. Tark Solidaric Angler, former Badgers, use both over at Carbon World Health. Or you could sign up for the semi-glutide like I'm doing, uh, down to about 8% body fat, down about 27, 28 pounds, and in the best shape of my life. Uh, look, that's probably no small part of it, Matt. We joke about it, why I probably had the best drive I've had in a long time because the workouts there are not just like, oh, I'm just going to throw up some sets. It's a lot of 
plyo. It's a lot of building core strength. Functional a lot, movements. A lot of functional movement, which you've said before is how the curling, how Olympic teams and curling teams uh, train. So it is very much uh, a complete strength training program over at Carbon World Health. Sign up for the six-week experience. Ask about semi-glutide over at Carbon World Health. Now, Matt, I wanted to ask you this, and we're going to get into some tennis. Alex Strofe, along with the rest of the world. I was driving back from camping at Wyalusen State Park in uh, kind of – it's in Wisconsin, but it's right on the Mississippi. Uh, I think Bagley, Wisconsin is where I was near, something like that. Past Fenimore, way out in the middle of nowhere. Prairie du Chien, yeah. out in that area. And that was great, but I was driving back, and I just saw that tennis was getting everyone's attention. But more oh, importantly, yeah. I saw Steph Curry, I think it was Saturday, uh, hit a hole-in-one. Yeah. And his reaction, I think for most – normal sane people was almost as much fun as seeing him knock in the hole-in-one. So if you had a hole-in-one, Matt Hamilton, what would you do? Like, would um, you act like Steph? Yes, 100%. I've always kind of had like a, a vision. Uh, I practice. I played a lot of golf at the Monona Golf Course growing up. And right now I believe it's number nine. They switched it a little bit. It used to be number four back when I was a kid, but there was a par three over a pond, and I always told myself, because it was always a hot summer day, if I ever aced that hole, I'm diving in the pond. Nice. nice. <laughs> so yeah. I think if there's water on the hole, I've kind of committed myself <laughs> to uh, jumping in the water. But well, I don't think anyone should be grudging. But I am certainly, like, on my horse getting on a full sprint towards the hole. I'm not getting into the cart, sipping on my Coors Light and riding up to that green. Yeah. I, I might grab my Coors Light and then run and try and drink it while I'm running, but uh, I am going to be all over yourself excited. like you just won a championship. Exactly. Man. Jim, is there a reason you didn't ask me what I would do if I hit a hole-in-one? <laughs> I mean, yes. Uh, a hole-in-one hundred would be good for you. Uh, so Hole-in-ten would be good for me, I think. Well, yeah. I mean, again, you are uh, infamous for your, was it, eight or nine stroke whiff. <laughs> yeah whiff. well i heard I, I heard a rumor now i don't know that this is true but but andy north obviously the, the beautiful 12 north course here at trapperston i heard he called up the folks here and said yeah that strofe guy he can't he can't golf here he's not he's not graduated to this level yet so they just they, they, i did not touch a golf club today i've been on a golf course since 7 30 a.m i have not touched a club yet today. honestly everybody probably thanks it's, you for it's that. better for that, everybody's yeah. better for that yes. i think you're right and you're welcome for my service yeah so matt hey, and you, you know what great job this morning bro. thank you thank selling you selling those tickets that. that is a my arms are job. sore i could use a little carbon uh little carbon <laughs> rejuvenation after stretching out my wingspan for all those raffle tickets you can use some later. carbon to put some like weight on your body there. That too. So, yeah, yeah, that, that, might that help can help out as well. You need to reverse. Like you need to take their protein bars and, and <laughs> add on some some actual muscle and some weight to yourself there. This is Rutledge and Hamilton live from Trappers Turn in the Wisconsin Dells presented by Coors Light. They're a new kind of life insurance built for people on a busy schedule who don't have time for unnecessary doctor's visits, fine print, or hidden fees. You know, who want to keep it simple. I couldn't believe how easy it was. We answered a few basic questions, and within minutes, we had an estimate of what it would cost and you know, what sort of policy made sense for us. I never imagined life insurance could be so affordable. And accessible. The peace of mind knowing that our future is secure, it just removes a lot of the fear around getting older. And Yeah, the unexpected. I'm glad we talked about it. I'm glad we went with ethoslife.com. Go to getethos.com now for your free estimate. That's getethos.com. Getethos.com. The best quality roofs, siding, windows, and doors, expertly installed and at an affordable price. Hi, this is Bo from Ridgetop Exteriors. We're the trusted local experts you can count on for your home exterior projects. There's a reason so many customers recommend us after we help with their projects. Go to RidgetopExteriors.com for a free estimate. <laughs> 
The 2023 season is underway and Fun for All is back with the Forward Madison FC Family Special on sale now. Bring the family to exciting professional soccer at Free Stevens Field. Enjoy a ticket, Pepsi products, sandwich, and a Forward Madison scarf for just $21. Forward Madison has fun for the whole family. Enjoy Lionella Vesey, the team's dairy cow, our new kids zone, and more at every Forward Madison match. For tickets, go to forwardmadisonfc.com. Forward Madison, fun for all. Good Karma Brands is proud to be an equal opportunity employer. Our policy is to provide equal opportunity employment, development, and advancement to all current and potential teammates. If you are an organization that maintains a job bank, provides employment information, or gives job referrals, you may request to be placed on the station's mailing list for future career opportunities. To learn more about careers at Good Karma Brands, please email careers at goodkarmabrands.com. For official rules and more information about every contest on 100.5 ESPN, visit ESPNWisconsinContest.com. That's ESPNWisconsinContest.com. You're listening to 100.5 ESPN and the ESPN app. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Brought to you by Metro Kia Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. Trapper's turn in the Wisconsin Dells. Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Alex G. back at the Everlight Solar Studio. You can get it to the show, 844-770-3776. Alex Strofe uh, with me and Matt Hamilton. They let me out today. I'm so fired up about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what you're doing Here's here. Here's the thing. He gets one every three. He missed two. Yeah. Lucked out that this was the good one to go to. I've missed like the last seven, it feels like. It's missed. been months. Planned. Yeah. It's been, you know. What, what are you doing right now? However, all you all you're doing out, is yeah. dumping on me 20 minutes into the show. Are you cranky today or what's going on? I'm in a great mood. You said earlier that you ran into a fan of the show and they love that we make fun of you all the that's time. That's true. That like, did that's, happen. That's what this show is. <laughs> that, happened. that did happen. <laughs> happened twice, actually. Today, there you go. Else. Yeah, see? Yeah. And people say, hey, I like when you pick on, on Alex. I actually got a nice different one today, though. I was I was sitting at a whole uh, representing uh, Catch, the community around the Children's Hospital, all of our day of proceeds here at the ESPN Madison Open going to support them and all the great work they do at the American Family Children's Hospital. He walks up to me and says, you do a great job on high school sports. Oh, look at that. Oh, wow. yeah. That's one guy that doesn't like hearing me get made fun of. <laughs> Did you least? know I got a WBA for that? <laughs> <laughs> How'd you know he, I said that? Were large market. Wait, wait. <laughs> he had it with him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I carry that puppy around. Yeah, he it? carries it around like your gold medal. Yeah, it's beauty. That's like his, like his fanny pack. Yeah, I would too, I think. When don't you wear a fanny pack these days? <laughs> you know what? It just embarrasses my wife too much. She just hates it so much. It's too but much she doesn't fun. come to work with you. She She's not here today. Well, you're just, not embarrassing your wife. You're just embarrassing yourself. Oh, no, no. Not, not, at that point, for me, it's just a vibe. I'm just trying to be a vibe, man. But And you got your Vibes Golf uh, Club hat, hat on. on. Oh, I'm going to yeah. be golfing over there on Saturday. I'm pretty excited. So uh, with the with the five folks on Saturday. And uh, Melvin Gordon was on Wilde and Tausch uh, last week. You can hear that interview with Scott on the Man, Apple, Spotify, and those great things. Talking about, We talked about it some when we did the show on Friday about uh, guiding his son either away from football or from uh, away from something else, uh, you know, at least not playing running back. But maybe tennis is the sport, Matt Hamilton. And <laughs> I did not watch any of the tennis, but 
I did hear, and so Strofe, give us the 30-second synopsis of tennis kind of caught the, the zeitgeist of the social media well, world there's a, a lot bit. going on with the tennis. I woke up about 9.30 a.m. yesterday, and my, uh, my girlfriend's dad was staying over. He was in the living room watching the pregame, essentially, of the Wimbledon, Wimbledon f- uh, final, correct. And Carlos Alcaraz, this 20-year-old uh, number from Spain, one in the number world. one in the world from yeah. Spain, has captivated the nation the last couple of weeks, taking on maybe the GOAT, Novak Djokovic, number two in the world. They go back and forth for four and a half hours. Classic. Djokovic loses his temper at some point, breaks a racket. They're going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. I've never been so captivated by a tennis match in my entire life. And I think I am a huge tennis fan now. I, and think, I think I am. The crazy part is Joker had that. Uh, Djokovic had that shot to get that, like, calendar year grand slam. Right, right. And he slammed the door on him. It was unbelievable. So, Very cool. Well, and I, I hold on. All in on tennis. We are also, I not that we want to fade the women's tennis, the women's champion was the first, I think the first or second unranked, like, she wasn't even seated to win Wimbledon. Like, in, in these, like, slam series. First, maybe, I believe it's, like, the first or second one ever to do it. Unranked. You know, not even in the seating, and goes on to just take down David and Goliath again and again and again. Wimbledon was electric this year. I'm, I do feel bad that I didn't watch more of it because I saw the news and it's a lot of hype going well, on. You watch a lot of sports. We know this about you. Well, I tried to. I, I was tuning in on the app. I was on the ESPN app trying to you check up on scores and see who was moving on and wasn't. Over the course of a year, do you think you watch more golf or football? Ooh, um, probably definitely football. Because okay, I'm, like, I'm invested in uh, fantasy. The reason I said ooh is because my good buddy Derek Buckles loves to play golf and, and loves to watch golf. And occasionally we'll put a, little, a couple side bets on who we think might win the tournament. So I'll end up watching with him every once in a while. But I'm so deep in fantasy football. We love, we, me and the buddies, we love getting a couple TVs going at a guy's place and we'll watch a couple games at once I mean, when I'm in town. I haven't watched Wimbledon in a long time. Uh, I definitely did have a little bit more. I used to watch it a little bit more, but I'll say this: that anyone could put uh, what's his name, uh, the the golfer. I mean, the tennis player, Djokovic. Is that what? Yep, it? yep Djokovic. Djokovic. Anyone that could you know shut him up and stick him in a corner, he's a dingus. So the more he loses, the better. <laughs> uh, so I root for anyone going against him. So he had an in- yeah, he had some interesting. Did I miss takes. something? I he was uh, he was in the Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he can't play in a lot of tennis tournaments because I he's follow. a dingus. Yeah, he wasn't allowed to go to like the Australian Open because of it. And I follow. There was just some. He's a dingus. I forgot about eh. that. Yeah. So great ding- tennis player, though. Great tennis player. Also a dingus. So I will root for him. But to- also a great tennis player. Right. But I could root for him to lose. Like I can <laughs> yeah, say, he's, I'm not disputing he's a great tennis player, but he's a dingus, and I hope he loses. Because uh, I think if he won that one, not only would that Grand Slam calendar year of uh, tennis be in play, I think he would have ha- taken the record for most slams or most yeah, ma- yeah like, slams, majors, right? That's majors. what they call that majors. Yeah. yeah. So that was, I mean, God, we are the forefront experts on tennis. So, so who is your an eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six? This is what I want to ask you: When you think of great American-born tennis players, who comes to mind? Because I think this is the problem that tennis has: American that born. we are all to some level, especially the sports. Sisters, yeah, yeah so I say men's, but oh. wi- women's tennis. Because you're right, women's tennis I think has more presence amongst fans. Then because even of the because sisters. we are, especially when it comes to sports, a little xenophobic. And Tiger Woods, and I've maintained this forever, 
and I don't know if tennis could have gotten to the levels of golf, but tennis and golf for a while, like, they both were very niche. Yeah. And it was, you know, Nicholas was the famous one, or Palmer, or Trevino, and then Tiger came along, and golf blew up. Right. Roddick was maybe the closest to being that person for tennis, America, but he never, he never was on that level. The greatest tennis players over the last 15 years, I feel like, are all uh, born in another country. Yeah. And I think that hurts. Just look at like, the NBA. Uh, yeah, you have uh, Joker with Denver. And yeah. people didn't realize how great he was until the NBA Finals, partially because he's a foreign-born player. People aren't as bought in. He's probably the best player in the NBA. Giannis at times. I mean, so I think we all have these, these tinges to it, which – in the NBA, whatever, there's so much Americanized, you know, all the teams are there. But for tennis, I think the biggest thing holding tennis back is that it hasn't had an American star in men's tennis mm-hmm. since, is it Roddick? I mean, to me, Pete Sampras and Andre yeah. Agassi come to mind. That's the Agassi two. was in mind. The, now, does John McEnroe doesn't count because he was born in West Germany, but he moved to New York. So I don't even know that, old. but McEnroe is so old. I mean, like, that. now you're talking 70s and 80s, really. Yeah. It's his prime. But he was great. I mean, he was just in the booth. He was great. He's a, he's a, he was the hothead. That was his like thing. Yes. He was like yes. different from your normal like country club tennis player. He was like let his emotions on his sleeve and a wild card. I I hear what you're saying, but I mean, the Williams sisters were essentially Tiger's Woods to tennis. They, and they women's tennis was more popular than men's tennis in the right. United States for a while because. We got to watch the Williams sisters just dominate. Right, and they were that dominant. Just think so. how much. And again, it's not. I'm not saying like the women's the, the Williams sisters were amazing, but again, just knowing sports audience, especially mm-hmm. ten years ago when the Williams sisters were truly dominating, it was leaning. If they were men, tennis would have more. I think I a rivaling golf because again, Tiger broke the mold. He's one of those athletes that right. like, but he lifted golf to levels that I don't think it gets to without Tiger Woods. So right. one. I want to show love the Tiger. Yeah. And Serena and Venus lifted women's t- uh, tennis to levels it would not have reached without them. And I think it'll stay up there. And Tiger the same. But I don't think – I mean, golf, because it's now so ingrained, but it's still not like – there's not a Tiger. There's not – I mean, when Tiger was at its peak, it was like consuming, leading every – it was right up there with the top spo- uh, sports stories. Right. Now golf is just like – part of what we do every day as far as even like sports centers and stuff like that but for a while golf with tiger was like must see like locked in uh tv when it went from niche to tiger lifting it to another level yeah and i think if there was an american-born uh tennis player that came around now that was of that level right i if uh nadal was american i think tennis would be 10 times more popular yeah, I think you're probably right with that. I mean, but but isn't there a case to be made if you're pumping out games, matches, whatever the hell they're called, like yesterday, where it's captivating the nation, right? I was just talking to our boss, Tom, off the air, and he said, I've never seen so many people tweet or, or threads or whatever about tennis. Like I did, right? Like I threw out a tweet. I've become the biggest tennis fan in the last three hours. <laughs> if, you're, if you're pumping out a quality product, that's all it takes, no? Or, or can you make a debate that maybe soccer uh, isn't as popular because – 
there's not as much relevance in America as there is in other countries. I don't yes, know. Yes, because you just proved it. Like, soccer, like, there is high-level soccer happening across the world, and you can watch it now in America, and it still doesn't reach that level. Mm-hmm. Messi in Miami could lift soccer to levels it's never seen before. That's why okay. they wanted to bring Beckham here. Even if they're physically here, it makes a big difference. Yeah. Um, I get what you're saying, but I guarantee that tennis is going to fade. The and idea – Great tennis is fine. People want to get behind a player. Yes. You want to buy their club. You want to buy their shirts. Everybody is going to cheer for good tennis. But when you have, like, a superstar, someone that, like, is just kind of dominating the environment, that's what takes sports to the next level. Right. Like you're saying, Jim, there's so many sports that are good and competitive and would be fun to watch, but until you have a player or a team that you're invested in, it's not going to take off, and you need that great one to do it. Well, look, Michael Jordan did it for the NBA. The NBA was floundering. Yes, they had Bird and they had Magic, and that started it, but MJ and the Air Jordan, they just made a movie about it, the Air Jordan shoes. It changed It changed everything. It changed how popular basketball became because you I mean, can fly through the air. It changed sports marketing it, it in did. general. Because now I see a Tiger Woods hat and a Nike hat. You can right see Jumpman right. hats and you can see regular hats. And this is at the Trapper's turn. Uh, the gift shop here, the, the pro shop here, that you can buy that Tiger Woods hat. If there was a, a tennis player that an American, like Andy Roddick. If I, had clicked, Pete, I had a Pete Sampras Wilson right, racket because when I was younger. Andre Agassi <laughs> had the, the commercials for the what was the camera? The the Nikon. Nikon camera, and he had Nike deal, and all these different deals. Pete Sampras was a big deal. Uh, Roddick was a big deal for a little bit. Like for a while, Pete Sampras and Andre Agassi were stars. Like you could yeah. buy like shirts or hats or tennis rackets, probably shoes. Like they were so big, and it's it's not saying that we need it or it's something against golf. It's just a matter of like. If you're raising your kid, teach them to play tennis because, good God, if they can be uh, one of the Williams sisters in men's tennis, they could change the way that tennis is viewed in the United States forever. Yeah. Dan and Stoughton on the text line. I used to love watching tennis, especially Wimbledon. Have nary, great usage of that word, have nary watched it again since Sampras and Agassi left the scene. I mean, I just wanted to read that because he used the word nary correctly. Nice. Well, and, I mean, tennis is really fun to watch. It really is. It yeah. can, I mean, the ball. Well, and then grass court. Right, like, yes. There's no bounce to it. The spin as well. Like, I'm all about the grass court and the clay cart. Yeah. Those are the two best versions of tennis, I think, because I the bounce is just so wild, and they slide. Those players, they, like, yeah. stop and then will slide for, like, three feet. It blows me away that their ankles don't roll every single time they make a shot. Here's what here's what uh, tennis has for it, though. I mean, you see their faces. You can see their gear, their shoes. The uh, emotions their, while they're they play. They're incredibly athletic, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's a mix of power and style and, you know, gamesmanship, all those sorts of things that, again, it's just begging. We saw it with the Williams sisters. Yeah. Like, it they, humanizes they, the athlete right. a lot more than, like, a sport where you're wearing a face mask yes. or anything like that. So, again, if they're – I just have a feeling that someone will come along and tennis – but it has to be. It's just how it is for an individual sport, too. It has to be an American-born or at least a, an Americanized person that's yeah. been, like, here forever. I mean, McEnroe, I guess, technically born in Germany. The next John McEnroe came around, even with that personality yeah. and that ability. They don't have to win as much as Tiger. But if they had that personality, because Tiger then also had Phil. And yeah, even though yeah. Phil wasn't Tiger, it was one of these things well, where it's like. he had some of those rivalries. Yes. Like him and, and then Ernie you had like, Ells, coming for the king. Singh Who was the Lee Jansen? Like, all these. Duvall. Like, all these people come for the king, oh. and then they, they miss. Rich and they, Beam. Yes. And then they the couldn't Beamer. do it. 
And, like, that's what makes sports great, especially individual sports. Right. Uh, it is a fantastic time, and we're having a great time here up at uh, Trapper's Turn in the Wisconsin Dells. And, Strofe, I'm sure uh, as soon as the show's done, you're going to go find uh, the bartender here and tell him to craft something up for you from your good friends. Yeah, I sure will from Door County Distillery, guys. We're bringing up John McEnroe, though, and it reminded me about a year ago when, when ESPN pumped out the John McEnroe AI versus himself, and it was this wild video game-like uh, thing. And I, I thought maybe I had been overserved Door County Distillery, but nonetheless, I love my friends <laughs> up in Door County at Door County Distillery, locally produced, handcrafted, and award-winning spirits. They've got everything you can need from the gin to the vodka to the bourbon to all the in-betweens. And the best part about Door County Distillery is they're available right in your backyard. You need to go all the way to Door County to get some. Head to the website, DoorCountyDistillery.com, to find the retailer nearest you and those secret cocktail recipes sure to be the hit of any summer gathering. That's DoorCountyDistillery.com, DoorCountyDistillery.com. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to Madison Money Guy every Saturday morning at 7 a.m. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid real cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yeah. I earn back up to 25 cents a gallon every time I buy gas. What? That sounds like it could really add up. It sure does. I've made over $300 already. Wow, that's serious extra money. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR3 for an extra $0.25 per gallon cash back in your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR3 for a $0.25 per gallon bonus in your first tank. That's code CAR3 for $0.25 per gallon cash back in your first fill-up. Cash back is not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Play more golf this summer with a membership at the Prairie Athletic Club. The Pack proudly put together the new ownership and management team at the golf course in Sun Prairie, renamed the Prairie Pines Golf Club. This is just another amenity the Pack has to offer both indoors and outdoors to members in the community all summer long. Call, stop by, or visit prairieathletic.com for membership and tee time details today. Prairie Athletic Club, family, fun, and community. It's ESPN Wisconsin's Greg Scalzo for Smart Spaces. How can Smart Spaces transform your business? The technology frustrations we hear about, hands down, ease of use. We take that complexity out of it and keep it down to the bare minimum of what they need and what they use. Our goal is to lend a level of simplicity that any knowledge level can walk into that room and at a glance know exactly how to turn that room on and utilize all of its features. Let Smart Spaces transform your business today. Visit SmartSpacesWI.com. Listen to Willie and Tausch, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 100.5 ESPN. Would you say I'm easygoing or would you say I'm not easygoing? I would say that you are pretty easygoing. You let a lot of things scroll up. You're actually probably more easygoing than I am. Well, there's no, you're not easygoing at all. Willie and Tausch, weekdays 9 to noon on 100.5 ESPN. Also brought to you by Grassland Dairy, Holman Lindsay Paints, Coors Light, Made to Chill, and American Family Insurance. Since J&K Security Solutions opened in 1987, our attention to detail and customer service have been our strongest assets. I'm Vice President Jeffrey Beckman. We'll always do our best to find the most efficient and cost-effective solution to every job we tackle. Whether it's security for your home or business, installing video surveillance, or being able to control your garage doors from your phone, 
we can help you feel empowered with simple and user-friendly technology. Let's work together to secure your home or business. JKSecurity.com. For official rules and more information about every contest on 100.5 ESPN, visit ESPNWisconsinContest.com. That's ESPNWisconsinContest.com. You're listening to 100.5 ESPN and the ESPN app. What is dedication? People ask, how your children learn how to ride a bike and you didn't? I just created an environment where they taught themselves and all I had to do was be there. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton on 100.5 ESPN. Brought to you by Carbon World Health. So my advice uh, for any father out there is raise your uh, son to play tennis because... Or DB, just not RB. Right, definitely not <laughs> running back, just ask Alvin Gordon. But I, I maintain that uh, America is begging for a great tennis star. An American-born, or at least mostly American tennis star. We saw it with the Williams sisters. It blew up women's tennis. We saw it with Tiger Woods. It blew up uh, men's golf. Uh, we saw it. Got a Michael. taste of it with Sampras and Sa- yeah, uh, back in the day, Agassi. Sampras and Agassi. We saw it with Jordan. One person can transcend a sport because, and again, eight four four seven. Wayne Gretzky for hockey. Well, don't oh. give them all away now. This is what I was going to ask. Oh, eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Who is the one athlete to change the sport and just give us sport more than anyone else? And I think it's Michael Jordan for the NBA. When you look at the shoe culture, the mm-hmm. aerial play, uh, the he just. Being a champion mattered, especially See, I don't then. Think you need to explain, right? So I'm, 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 yeah. <laughs> we're also trying to do a radio show, so I'm just trying to, you know, add a little weight to it. <laughs> On uh, Michael Jordan, we're right. trying to. Yeah, Tiger Woods, <laughs> but same thing. Yeah, I mean, just caught America's imagination, mm-hmm. and then he won. You have to win most of the time, right? And usually, you have to be uh, an American-born star. I th- that holds back soccer for sure. I will say, curling doubled in in the United States membership. In the two years yes. after us winning the gold medal, it just took an American to win in curling to really blow it up in the United States. And there's, you're right, there's something to it. He doesn't allow us to let him pump him up. Like, let us pump him up. Correct. Like, well, you like, guys, I didn't Matt, think we, you we, actually knew the, the numbers. It literally doubled you tell membership. Us, every day I meet, every day I see you, Matt Hamilton, you tell me. <laughs> I'm, I'm sort of a big deal. People know me. People yeah. know me. Jesus, I get the text every night before I go to bed. Hey, did you know? <laughs> did you know that curling memberships doubled in 2018 because of what? This From guy. four to eight, Jim. <laughs> From four to eight. Who has two thumbs and single-handedly doubled curling memberships in the United States in 2018? This guy. Never this mind guy. it didn't reach double digits, but whatever. <laughs> That's a big uh, jump. That's uh, a big jump. Nice yes, job. Yes. Nice job uh, uh, Jim, speaking of which, I love it because uh, so I was pulling up on a golf cart right yeah. around when Matt was done uh, <laughs> slinging yeah. drives earlier today here at the ESPN Madison Open. And 
He just kind of like makes me pull over. I was going to drive past him because I knew I would see him yeah. in two minutes. But he's like, wait, Strofe, wait. He goes, wow, I was crushing drive. <laughs> I put one right between this thing and that thing. And then five minutes later, you walk into the room. Yeah. He tells you the same exact oh, yeah. thing verbatim. But here's he had just told me. Right? Yeah. And then? I got in the air and told you guys. Right. Again. <laughs> now, Matt loves to pump himself up a lot. But the thing that Matt has endearing uh, that works for him is he does go out of his way. Like, he pumped you up for sell- for doing basic selling of raffle tickets what at the I front. Thought. And he pumped me up for a shot that was not, you know, as far as he normally hits. He's it. a he nice guy. Up. So he pumps everyone up. He likes to. He gets excited about it all. I'm just an excitable. He tried guy. to pump up Jason Wildy, who's joining us next year, <laughs> and basically just made Jason old. Jason Wildy feel old as dirt. But he tried. I he tried, tried to pump him up. Yeah. And he's like, "Hey, 20 years ago, <laughs> when I was a kid, yeah. back when newspapers were delivered, <laughs> I, I used to see your face all the time. It's a pleasure to finally you meet you. You look so much older now." Uh, but yes, so you did. You tried. <laughs> yeah, well, I was just giving him. I just. Yeah, you're right. I just tried and failed. Swing and a miss. It happens. It didn't happen on the golf course, but it happened (laughs) in the clubhouse. (laughs) Uh, Well, you're a winner, Matt Hamilton, and we love winners. Go to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. That's where winners go. Nearly $11 million in jackpots last month. Uh, There's going to be double digits in jackpots this month. So even if Matt Hamilton can't double curling memberships from uh, single digits to double digits, Ho-Chunk can maybe double your money uh, from single digits to double digits. Go to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. And more. And be a winner. You can do even more over there. Biggest win so far this year, almost $300,000. So no reason to wait. Go to Ho-Chunk Gaming. Madison, Alex Strofe is leaving us. Jason Wilde is coming in. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton on 100.5 ESPN. Brought to you by Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. Three-time Wisconsin Sports Raider of the Year, Jason Wilde. I'm not in a mood for drama with my Jason. Why are you always trying to stir stuff up, Jason? Is on Rutledge and Hamilton. I don't know if I will go as far as you will. With Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. <laughs> All right, boys. All right. Be good. <laughs> Presented by Coors Light. It's finally happened, folks. <laughs> Matt Hamilton and Jason Wildy have met in person. What an honor. Unbelievable. For Is you. It, for, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Is it everything you guys imagined? I'm starstruck. I mean, when you'd go back to your childhood and start thinking about all the newspapers I was rifling through. Way a long time ago. And I would see young Jason Wildy's picture at the top of an article. Well, first of all, <laughs> this is, he's... he's <laughs> Let me be clear. I love Matt Hamilton. Yeah. He's a great guy. He's a great character. He's great on well, good on the radio. Um, when he's here, I hear some people hear his voice and they turn him off. But that's another discussion for another day. But he's so full of crap <laughs> because very rarely did my picture run in the paper because I didn't write my opinion very often. So it's kind of like Wilde and Tausch where I don't give my opinion very often. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But more importantly, here's how Matt Hamilton. Gold medal winning, Matt Hamilton, wants to make it clear what a big fan he is of me, tells me these great stories about these posters that he would save from his Wisconsin State Journal print subscription when I was early in my years covering the team. But here's the thing. It's not like they're action shots of me. No, no. Oh, I but got this great poster of Donald Driver. I had to what rifle. Does that have to do Wait, with you were, me? Well, because I had to get past your I had article. To skip your story to get to yeah, the poster. You might have been on the backside of the poster, so it, it might have been 
taped up on so my closet wall for so a while. tape on what I wrote. Right, right, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe. God, you're, it's a good thing. But you were there. It's a good thing you're so lovable. Well, he was trying so hard, Jason. I mean, let alone, you know, he just references back that when he was a child, 20. Well, I wasn't gonna. Ago. I wasn't gonna really lie to him and say I was reading his articles because I wasn't doing that. I appreciate your honesty. Yeah, I mean, you no could offense. try to like pass that off as like your reading time. Like if your parents made you read when you were a kid, <laughs> like I'm gonna read the paper. Not when Harry so, Potter was just coming uh, out, dude. Okay. That was the, like that time. Here's okay. the amazing thing: this guy right here walking by, right here, hit that guy. Yeah, he. I saw him earlier today. This guy right here, this is him. Back of and, a mustache. And I had never met Matt Hamilton in person. And so as he walked through the clubhouse, I almost went up and said, Matt Hamilton, we finally met. That would have been good. We should get a, we no, that would have been embarrassing for you. We uh, definitely yeah, need to yeah, do that. We'll grab that. Uh, on <laughs> it's, not as, it's not as close once you spend a little more time yeah. looking at that fellow yeah. who's on his way to the men's room. <laughs> yeah. So don't take the picture in there. But they don't look that much alike, but from afar, well, and I, I'll give you this. Matt is famous for the mustache. It's yep. almost like his uniform. Matt Hamilton, I've been out with him. If he's in the mustache, like when he's competing, he'll go down to the mustache look. Sure. People will recognize Matt Hamilton. Today, I'll mention his name, and people are like, oh, the curler? Like that, Then they're like, oh, I didn't even recognize him because Matt's not technically in uniform right now because yeah. he doesn't have I did the introduce myself uh, to somebody on the course. They asked what I was doing here, yep. and I explained that I am a radio host. Yeah. And I said, the only reason I'm on the radio is because I won the gold medal for curling. And turns out he used to be a coach at McFarland. Back in the 80s. Um, just the guy with the, the, uh, with the hat. hat. Yeah. yeah, so after I introduced myself and he learned that I was Matt Hamilton, he asked me to sign his hat, which yeah. said Wildy or, or Wild. Team Wild. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make sure that, that Ron's name is pr- pronounced correctly. Yeah. But then I saw him after you hit a drive for him. Yeah. And I saw your autograph on the hat, and I thought, well, now that's not worth anything. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I totally agree. And I, the first time I saw him, I thought he was just a big fan of Jason Wildey. So, <laughs> when he came up during our show this morning, I, w- I, I was a little surprised <laughs> to see m- what I thought was my name yeah. on his hat. I thought no one, not even Paula, is that big of a fan of me. So <laughs> she has the same kind of hat. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so we're having uh, fun out here at the uh, – Inaugural ESPN Madison Open. I think we'll be doing another one of these. We're having a lot of fun. Jason, thanks for coming out. We're raising money for catch and everyone uh, paying money. Yeah. Matt had a great sales pitch here. And yep. Basically, I don't know if it was true or not, but he shared it. It was true. Said, Everybody, hey, but only one group didn't buy uh, the $20 shot for Matt Hamilton, so don't be that group. Uh, mm-hmm. And so everyone Savvy. Kind of, it was like the third group through. So, like, after that, I realized I'm just going to start telling everybody that everyone else is in yeah. except for one group. You want to join that, that, like, crew, or do you want to stick with the norm, donate $20 to kids, and s- start with a great tee shot for sure? So – that's information I could have used earlier because as I walked the course after Jesse drove me out to a hole and then left me there, um, I I was over with our buddy uh, Zach Showalter yep. who's on a different hole where you can shoot a basket for uh, moving up your shot, right? Oh. And the only Zach said that the only group that didn't do it was the one that came up while I was standing there talking to him. <laughs> so I should have used the Matt Hamilton yeah. line, and then yeah. that would have changed my fortunes there. Maybe. They might have changed your tune, but that that's the trick is sometimes if people aren't feeling charitable, you got to make them feel guilty for not <laughs> feeling charitable. Yeah, no. <laughs>
But it is one of those things. We're at a charity outing. If you don't feel charitable at a charity outing, you ain't in the right place. <laughs> if you're at a, if you're at an outing, you, you got to at least account for a little bit of money, whether yeah. it's a raffle, fifth, fifth raffle, or a long drive thing. You just got to throw some money because yeah. it is going. That's that's the money. It's Entry going directly fee, to charity. Add right. twenty bucks. That is like what I feel like when I go to a scramble or something like this. Yeah. The minimum for donation, if it's for a charity or something, yeah. bring an extra twenty. If you got more, do more. But they they bring people into these events to. Spend more money. That's the idea. For charity. Uh, to donate yeah. more for charity. So, like, I always try to account for at least a couple extra bucks when I go to a fun event like this. So, so just to be clear, it, the phrase is sometimes people don't feel charitable. If they're not feeling charitable, make them feel guilty. Yes. I think I saw that at, like, Successories back yeah, in yeah. the 90s <laughs> on a poster. <laughs> If people aren't feeling charitable, make them feel guilty. Yeah, I think Gordon Gecko said that one too. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right after greed is good, he, guilt is yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jason, right now, what are Packer players doing? Like, yeah, is, that's a good question. I'm sure, the coaches are probably worried because this is the time that sometimes players get in trouble. They'll have to go on devices. So, what are they up to? Well, first of all, am I talking about the Packers today, or because what am I going to talk about tomorrow? Don't I talk to you tomorrow too? Now, well, we could do. We could. This is more of like, hey, what are they doing? Are they golfing? Hey, like, yeah. yeah. They're, yeah. they're trying to make people feel guilty. So uh, that's a good question. Uh, some of them have gotten together to work out together. I don't know if you saw yep. this on Aaron Jones's social media, but they went out to California. It was him and Danny Etling and obviously Jordan Love and Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson and a few others. Um, look, I, I am in the Aaron Rodgers school on that, that the football value of that time spent is minimal. But I think something that Aaron Rodgers probably missed that he has either without actually saying so but is admitting that he was wrong about is the bonding value of that. And, you know, he I remember very vividly when they beat um, the New Orleans Saints in the opener in 2011 him basically making fun of Drew Brees for all the extra workout time they did together. Oh, imagine how many points we would have scored if we'd all worked out together. You know, and... and you know how he would be sarcastic about many things. I, I do believe, and, and Matt, you've obviously been on teams. You know this. Uh, I really do believe that that connectivity is important. And so, and I think Aaron Rodgers, with his behavior this offseason, I saw another picture of him on the beach with one of his teammates. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think he acknowledged, whether he's willing to say it or not, I'm not sure, but with his behavior he's saying it. I was wrong, and I didn't do enough of this. And so... You know, I, I did see that from Aaron Jones. These guys have another couple days off. The quarterbacks uh, and the injured players and the rookies all are reporting on the 21st, which is what, Thursday? Uh, Wednesday? Yeah. yeah uh, Thursday. Thursday. Um, and so that will allow, or maybe it's Friday. For, somebody <laughs> give me a calendar. But that, that allows those guys a few extra days. Veterans report on the 25th which is a week from tomorrow, and then the first practice is on the 26th. So I think if you're whether you're a player or a beat writer slash radio host, once you get past the 4th of July, you know training camp is right around the corner, and I think you start to kind of prepare yourself mentally to know the fun is done, it's time to get to work. And Friday is the 21st. Right. I did it, pull out the Outlook app, so we're good. I, uh, well, somebody did. <laughs> I do – I can – vouch there is something to be said about chemistry that is just it's so hard to quantify but the value it brings if you have a great chemistry is maybe one of the most unparalleled aspects of a team because when you get to the nfl 
everybody's talented. Everybody is a physical, physically gifted human being. How these physically gifted people work together and gel together is what really sets people apart. Like, look at the, the vibe that Devante and Aaron used to have. Or, like, right now, the current one might be, like, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey or maybe Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews. These guys have this, like, unspoken connection that just makes them both even better. They're, like, greater than the sum of their parts. You know what I mean? Like, and that Soulmates. is... It's soulmates. And it's just, it's really hard to account for something like that. It's almost as hard to, like, get that, find that chemistry as it is to, like, find your franchise quarterback. If you can have guys that gel like that, the sky's the limit. And I really am excited to see that Jordan Love is putting that time in. And I think you're absolutely right. Rodgers probably will never admit that he was wrong, but his actions with the way he's treating these younger guys out in New York show that, he realized he made a mistake last year and is doing the opposite of what he did last year to be better this year. And on the flip side, doesn't matter how great your chemistry is if your talent's not that good. Right. right. And if the Packers have great chemistry, but you know these young tight ends aren't ready for prime time, or Jordan Love is not as good as they need him to be, or the wide receivers, whether they're the young guys that haven't yet played in the NFL, or the guys that have played in the NFL that need to make a big jump, like Dobbs and Toure, and Christian Watson, if those things don't happen, it doesn't matter that they're all hanging out in Door County right. uh, with Simone Biles and A.J. Dillon's wife, etc. Now, I would say this, though. I think if you look back, Aaron Rodgers can point to the teams that had really good chemistry and connectivity. I think he would have to admit, some of it his own fault, that last year's team didn't have that. Uh, a lot of young guys, a lot of old guys, and kind of just this... N- it, lack of a connectivity that they needed but are they he still broke his thumb so like are they 10 and 7 if he <laughs> if they have better connectivity like what we don't you can't quantify it it's right. like you said but at the same time you know when you don't have it yeah and you know the results that come with it Jason, we'll uh, we'll do more of that then. Uh, we'll carry that into tomorrow as well. Uh, thanks for coming out and, and being a part of this, and you know, fluffing Matt. Matt, I will let you do this. Uh, will just got some cool Jordans on today. You want to? Matt is a shoe aficionado, so all right, all yeah. Right. So you want to give a, a little description and a, a little feedback on the shoes? Yeah, he's got a nice pair of Jordans. I'm not sure which model, um, but they are kind of like a burgundy army kind of pattern on it there's some nice like the army pattern dazzling details from that right is that is that it did i nail it it looks like white sole white laces it's a fresh look jason i did not expect you to come in here with jordan's so i am you exceeded expectations i am not the you went uh, from the guy who is on the back of the picture that i hung up on my closet (laughs) to now the guy that wears jordan's that i love to call into his show for (laughs) i do not have the shoe collection you have but I consider myself a bit. What, what would you be if you're a shoe, a shoey? Not to be confused with showy. Sneakerhead. 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 Because yeah. I say foodie, shoey. Yeah. Uh, not to your degree, but uh, I do have some interesting ones. That now, if I see you again, how long have you been with ESPN Madison officially? Um, officially, probably about a year and a third. Ish. Oh, okay, so in 2025, we'll yeah. reconvene yeah. with my next pair of shoes. Yeah. Nice. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> All right, this is Rutledge and Hamilton live from Trappist Term, presented by Coors Light.